Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio this fine Saturday in Atlanta. We are on AM 920 The Answer, and we appreciate you listening to us. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Great Sky in Canton. If you live anywhere, Canton, Woodstock, Ackworth, any of those areas you want to pay attention to, this particular segment. Also, what does it cost to get a mortgage if you have credit challenges? Does it really cost that much more if you have a 650 credit score versus an 800 credit score? Could be that it does. And what is a curtailment? Curtailment, I have a Jack Russell Corgi who has a tail that is only about two inches long. And when I see curtailment, I'm thinking that 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 my baby Gabby had a curtailment. That's not what a curtailment is. It has something to do with your mortgage. And if you don't know, you want to stay tuned for this segment. Don't forget, if you want to connect with us, it is easy. And we are delighted to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com, ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas. Request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight and subscribe to our podcast. We'd love you to be a podcast subscriber. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes and let you know as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling your home. One of my favorite segments. This week, we have selected Great Sky in Canton, Cherokee County. Take 575 north to exit 20. Go left on Riverstone Parkway or Georgia 5 right on 140 or Reinhardt College Parkway, the neighborhood's on the right. Use Great Sky Parkway to enter about 642 homes, so it's a big neighborhood. Uh, by the way, that's probably about as big as you see, six, seven, eight, nine hundred homes in Metro Atlanta, but there's plans for two and 3,000 unit neighborhoods outside of Metro Atlanta that'll happen over the next couple of years. It's amazing. Developers from around the country are lining up to build homes in Metro Atlanta because they think the Metro Atlanta area is very, very promising from a real estate standpoint. 2020, there were a total of 98 homes sold in the neighborhood, and there was they took 72 days to sell. The average sales price, $387,493. They averaged, went from a low of $274,000 to a high of $549,000. Homes sold for an average of 99.3% of their list price, which means home sellers discounted the property 0.7%. In 2021, there were 90 homes that sold. They took 37 days. That's a lot of homes. If you get 90 homes out of 642, you're talking about 15% of those houses. That is twice the turnover rate that would be normal in Metro Atlanta. Those 90 homes took 37 days on average to sell. The average sales price, 465000 It's really amazing that many sales, and the sales prices went up $78,000 year over year, which is amazing. High sales price six seventy five, low sales price three hundred twenty three thousand. Sales price to list price ratio one hundred point eight percent, which means sellers got point eight percent more than they listed their home for. Year to date, twenty twenty one, fifty seven homes sold, eighteen days on the market, five hundred and fifty seven thousand two fifty one is the average sales price, which is an increase of let's call it ninety thousand dollars over the year before over 2021 low sales price 430,000 high sales price 950,000 high sales price 549 675 and then 950 all in a three-year period or two and a half year period currently eight homes available for sale in the neighborhood for that neighborhood it's only a one month supply which means all eight of those homes should be sold within 
one month. If you have less than four months worth of inventory, seller's market. Four and five months worth of inventory, balance market. Neither the buyer or seller have much of an advantage over five months worth of inventory. It is a buyer's market, which means the buyer rules the roost. 642 homes in the neighborhood, plus or minus. They were worth on average in 2011, $233,796. When we look at the increase in value, the year to date in 2022, we're looking at 557,251 homeowner equity in the neighborhood. Homeowner equity in that neighborhood, guys, has increased $208 million. So 642 plus or minus homeowners have $208 million more in homeowner equity. The elementary school is RM Moore. The middle school is Teasley, and the high school is Cherokee High School. If you're the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Why on earth would you even go out of your way to get a school chimp report? Well, because it's got information on it that you can't get anywhere else. It can give you a proprietary algorithm, a scoring of the school. It gives you a rating on a scale of 20 to 100 in the 90s, or 100 is an A, then you got B, Cs. You know how it works. It'll also give you a lot of demographic information, the average age of a home in the school district, the average number of homeowner-occupied and renter-occupied homes, average educational attainment of a parent, household income levels in those areas. gives you all kinds of stuff that you might be looking for. It is, in my opinion, and I'm, I am biased because it's my product, but it is one of the best resources for understanding school districts and how they affect home values in Metro Atlanta. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on School Chimp Report. Put in a little information, and we will prepare a report for you. No obligation whatsoever, and your information is safe with us. We will not sell it to anyone else. If you are having trouble finding the ideal home for you to buy in Metro Atlanta, it could be because you're using the wrong website to search for listings. You should be using SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, SureMLS.com. That website's our website, pulls listings from both listing services. How'd you like to know that you, two months down the road, still had not found your home? And had you been looking on a different website, maybe suremls.com, that you would have found the ideal home and already closed on it and moved in? Don't let that happen to you. Go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. An article from RIS Media, one of my favorite real estate publications, shows home buyers with lower credit scores pay extra $104,000 in average in mortgage costs. You heard me say that right. Home buyers with lower credit scores pay an extra $104,000 in mortgage costs over the life of a loan. That's amazing. Rising home prices and rising interest rates are exacerbating affordability concerns for potential buyers, especially those with lower credit scores. Today's home buyers can expect to pay approximately 62% more per month to buy a U.S. home at a typical price than a year ago. We looked at credit scores versus current mortgage rates. And these monthly increases in spending are exacerbated for millions of Americans with poor credit scores. For example, a borrower with excellent credit score, which would be between six, 760 and 850, could qualify for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage with an interest rate of 5.099% the day this article was written, August the 1st. For the same loan, a similar bar borrower with fair credit between 620 and 639 is eligible for a rate of 6.68%. Listen to the difference. 760 to 850 
Interest rate 5.099%, 620 to 639, 6.68%. That's a big deal. This equates to a difference of $288 in monthly mortgage payments and nearly $103,626 in interest over the life of a 30-year loan because of the current price of a typical U.S. home. When you're thinking about buying a home, best step, best first step is to fully understand your financial picture, you know what you can afford, your outstanding debts, your liabilities. If you find you have a low credit score, you really ought to take some steps to improve your credit score. If someone has a rate, has a credit score of 760 to 850, their rate would be 5.099%. On a typical U.S. home, the payment would be $1,538 a month. Score of 700 to 760, 5.321%. The payment would be 1557 Just a little difference. Credit score of 680 to 699, 5.498%, or a payment of $1,608. You're about $160 difference, $170 difference over the 760 to 850. That's a big deal. 660 to 679, 5.712%, $1,647 would be the payment. 640 to 659 credit score would be an interest rate of 6.142%, which would be $1,725 monthly payment, and 620 to 639 which is what you heard. We used an example earlier in this segment, $1,826 a month at the 6.688% interest. I did not realize, and I'm a real estate professional, how much of a difference it could make in your monthly payment if your credit score was a little lower. And fortunately, I've been able to keep my credit score fairly high all my life. I've had credit accounts open since 1987, and I think that helps in many cases, but if you're looking to buy a home and your credit score is not exactly right, have a conversation with your lender. Maybe you can reach out to John Birchfield of Capital City Home Loans at 678-226-7887. Let him talk to you about where your credit score is, what the cost of a mortgage will be based on that credit score, and what you can do to make it any better. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and thank you so much for joining us this Saturday. How excited how joyous would you be to know that you can pay down your mortgage and save lots of money? Would you jump for joy? Would you actually do it? I have, as a rule, made additional principal payments on my mortgage compared to a 30-year mortgage ever since I first got a mortgage. It was just two or 300 bucks in the first place. And now, instead of having a 30-year mortgage, I have a 15-year mortgage, so I can pay it down a lot faster. In fact, I think I've only got a few years left on my mortgage, which is very, very exciting. But we got a listener question from Frank in Canton. He said he asked, what exactly does a curtailment means in terms of our mortgage? And a curtailment is, is to make less by or as if by cutting off or away some part. So in context of a mortgage, it is paying off all or part of your mortgage loan ahead of schedule. And I have always made additional principal payments and in investment properties. I make additional principal payments, and that is a form of curtailment. If you are looking to reduce your principal, the benefits are worthwhile because you save money. On a mortgage, you only pay interest on your outstanding balance on that loan. So if you paid an extra $1,000 in your principal this month, you would pay interest on $1,000 less. So a curtailment is paying off all or part of your mortgage ahead of schedule. And for uh, Frank and Canton, I think a curtailment is almost always a good idea. We appreciate you listening to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. We'll be back next Saturday. We look forward to talking to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week.